The Artist Talk Series is presented to you by Pulpo Gallery. Visit pulpogallery.com to learn more. Hello and welcome. I'm Heike Kutzler from Pulpo Gallery, where currently on view there is a group show, Thinking Out Loud. We are showing all together 11 amazing artists. And one of them, Gao Hang, is today with me. I'm really happy that you could make the time for this interview. Nice to meet oh, you. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. It's so nice to have your work works here for the second time, actually. So this is the second yeah. group show that you're participating. And I have to say, they look amazing on our walls. So I'm really happy that you are also part of this exhibition. Thank you. Thank you. Precious mine, yeah. It's a shame that you can't be here in person. Hopefully, maybe next year we will see. But still, we wanted to use this chance and just have a chat with you over Skype. Where are you right yes. now? So where are you based at the moment? Uh, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Greater Houston, but basically I'm in Sugarland. It's, it's basically a, a city next to Houston city. But it's Houston area in Texas, uh, US. I've been here for... Man, seven years already. I'm from I'm from China. Yeah. And you moved from China directly to that area, or was there yeah, okay. yeah. I was I was in Beijing, at my hometown, for 25 years, 24 years, and then uh, came here in 2015 uh, directly to Houston, and that that's that's how it is till now. Nice. Yeah. Do you like this area? Oh yeah, I think I think Houston is my favorite city. I don't know, probably because this is the first city I'm here, but also, um, I'm from I came from Beijing, right? So it's it's really crowded and really, quote unquote, advanced, you know, busy. But Houston is is more chill and uh, a bigger space everywhere, uh, less people, you know, more more me time. Uh, that's that's what I enjoy, you know, I like here. It also sounds like a big adjustment and a huge change, actually, just to move from Beijing to, to the US. It's a new life. Yes, it's a, it's a totally new life. You know, you, you know nobody here. Uh, you don't speak the language uh, in your hometown, like, like the mother language. You know, you, you know nobody here. You know, it's basically build your personality one more time, you know. <laughs> But this time you can personalize, you, you can customize it. <laughs> and, and you moved there as an adult, so you had this advantage to already knowing what kind of direction you want to go to as, as with your new personality, I guess. Yeah, 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 that's the second chance. I like, uh, really exciting, actually, just move to a place to build another personality that you want it to be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> does it feel like home by now for you? It does. Okay. It totally does, yeah. Uh, like here and then I know basically everything at least in in art uh, situation art circle I think I am pretty uh um, I'm a host here yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what about your family so last week we were just chatting about Thanksgiving are they with you in Houston or are they still in China uh no they're they're still in China but mm -hmm. I I do have my aunt and uncle they're here um yeah we had a little thanksgiving dinner uh but my parents uh they're in china can't can't come here because of covid and and a funny situation between us and china you know 
uh, all that. So that's basically uh, how it is, unfortunately. When was the last time that you could go back? Oh, 2017. Wow. Yeah. Quite a while ago. Right. And how is it for you at the moment? It's so nice because in the background, I can see that you also have your own works, I guess. E oh, yeah, this is my uh, this is my living room right here. Oh, nice. uh, got, got my uh, painting right here and there. Uh, the Christmas tree. Christmas <laughs> tree, yeah, it's right here. <laughs> You're up already with that. Um, do We're you already, have a separate yeah. studio space in the living space or is it all together? Oh, it's kind of, you know, because I'm using airbrush and then it, it dusts, you know, there are all these like particles in, in the air. So the studio space must be a, a sealed a little space. So I sort of sort of re, remodel one of the, the guest bedroom, you know, concrete floor, white wall and a studio light um, with, with a ventilation system. Um, that's my studio. This is one of the guest bedrooms. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty enough. I can work really big scale works. And whenever I finish, I'll bring outside, you know. Mm -hmm. wow. So when you work, I mean, it's, if it's a closed space, do you have to wear a mask or oh. protect yourself? Oh, yeah. Okay. Respirator, like all this heavy duty uh, goggle, earplug, all this respirator and, and basically naked, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we are in the just came into the middle of the topic itself. But how is the process for you when you work? Um, so you already told you use airbrush a lot. Um, I assume that wearing all that stuff, you can't really work for a long time. Um, is it always like a quick process, or do you work in layers and come back all the time, or how, how does it look like for you? Yeah, normally a painting. I mean, depend on the size. It took me two to three days mm -hmm. um, I work in a studio roughly five hours to five to six hours uh, but sometimes eight hours it depends uh, but yeah you have to get out once once an hour uh, averagely you know get some fresh air you know and also the um, the air compressor is really loud really really loud you know uh, it's kind of weird uh, it's not a really healthy situation, but I, I got out every mm -hmm. every hour. Um, yeah, that's kind of how it is. And then in terms of process, yeah, layers. So my works, they are they are all they are, most of my works. They are they are kind of flat. You know, the shapes of color they sort of yelled each other instead of on top of each other. You know, because this because of this material. Uh, you know, you can't really build texture on top of each other. You, you won't see the texture. So in that case, uh, I don't really use that layering like what I used to, uh, used to do with oil paints and whatnot. The layering can create this richness, uh, this history process. Uh, but airbrush is more direct. It looks fast, but it's, it's actually uh, slow, kind of, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and how this whole idea with airbrush actually came up? So you have a very traditional 
um, background from, from China, yeah. how, how basically your studies went? How, what was the first time that you used Airbrush and how, does it, how this whole idea just came up to you? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so I, I, I have been studying like classic, you know, oil painting realistic for years. Yeah. Almost 10 years, roughly. And then uh, came here, I'm sort of interested in, you know, who I am mm -hmm. and, and what defined me and what's going on, you know, uh, around, you know, as you were kind of same age, or our generation, you know, internet and how that affects our behavior. And I'm kind of interested in this digital graphics, you know, like how it can be, uh, no matter, I mean, it's airbrush, I think airbrush, the quality of airbrush uh, fit that concept that I want to express, you know. Airbrush is, is really digital, you know, it's, when you spray it, you know, it, it's, it's smooth mm -hmm. and no pixel and, and when you use hard edge to stop it, it's, it's, it's really just like those 3D rendering and all, all type of stuff on, on the internet and social media and graphics, you know. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, I use airbrush. I did a lot of experiments actually. I use a lot of different materials throughout the years and I, I sort of end up, you know, settled with airbrush. It's kind of all come from all, all, all kinds of experiments. <laughs> yeah. Um, you already mentioned social media and how it's basically completely part of our generation and all these computer generated. Yeah. Is it something that gives you inspiration and is part of the preparation of the work or how, what gives you inspiration for a new work before starting? Yeah, I mean, inspiration comes from a lot of different, um, for me, to be honest, the core of the inspiration or, or in other words, like the core of building a thought is basically from painting history. You know, um, I, I read a lot of painting history, the artists I like and uh, go to good art museums and whatnot, you know, to get inspiration in terms of what should we do to sort of, to sort of uh, connect to our history. Uh, but, in the meantime, social media, my daily life, uh, including uh, stand-up comedy, those are my inspirations and what I like, and, and all the sports, um, because you know painting is, is a language, right? It's a visual language, and then uh, with 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 a language, you can talk about anything, basically. You know, it, so inspiration comes from anywhere. You know, it's like. You don't have a specific source that make you talk, you know, it's just like anything. <laughs> that, that's actually to think about painting as a language and something yeah. that all of us can talk together and understand in a way. It's really nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you mentioned uh, stand-up comedies and sports. Um, all those things are you really into it and uh, do you have maybe a favorite comedian and a favorite kind of sport yeah uh comedian i like i like bill burr mm -hmm. uh, i don't know <laughs> and louis ck uh dave chappelle like i, I listen to all of them you know when, when i paint and uh and uh, sport basketball i like basketball a lot i play a lot of basketball um yeah those are my favorite, I think. Nice. Yeah, that's something that you can actually also find in your series uh, again and again. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Um, just speaking of, do you work in series always, or is it always just one um, motive or idea that you have in mind? Uh, how does it develop? Uh, usually, I work in just. I, I'm trying to make every painting a little bit different, but uh, sometimes I do make series uh, when I feel like there's one thing I need to sort of keep developing. You know, the one thing is not mature enough or it got great potential. I want to see how, if I push it, how, uh, like how far I can go, you know, in terms of, I mean, physically and mentally, you know. Um, so yeah, sometimes to do this, like one composition, I do again and again, just to figure out uh, some physical labor technologies, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and also mentally, how to develop this uh, this whole thing as, as painting itself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Yeah, so maybe let's talk about one particular work because it's right behind me, Auto-Tune. Could you sure. tell us a little bit, A, about the title and uh, what does it mean to you and about the subject itself? So where does it come from? The Auto-Tune? Uh, yeah, so yeah, so basically, um, again, the core of my painting, they are they are Cutterfield paintings, Cutterfield uh, hard edge paintings. So in this distance far away, you see this painting is basically just a organic, rounded oval shape, a green dark green shape, uh, next to two or surrounded by this shocking pink uh, color. So that's the core of the painting. It's just Cutterfield, including that swastika one. This grain versus this shape, right? It's all it's all about color field. Yeah, that's the core. On top of that, uh, this guy, this this auto tone, this guy is meme guy. This uh, original, it's like an icon of meme. Yeah. And the, the first time I, I see it, it just like it remind me of auto tone because auto tone is kind of the same thing. You twist it. Uh, you you twist original sound. Uh, into something digital, something weird, something 21st century, basically. Um, and this meme guy, meme is the same thing, you know, you, you twist original narrative and into this weird, ridiculous yeah. internet uh, flowing idea, right? So to me, they are kind of same. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, those are just high started. You don't have to know all that, but uh, <laughs> but I use title to sort of uh, to build this bridge, uh, just in case you have this uh, feeling, uh, same as with me, yeah. Oh. It's actually so interesting because with our, our visitors here, it's always so nice to see how different generations um, react, yeah. interact with your work. So for some of them, it's immediately they know what's the reference or what's the idea be behind it. For some of them, it's just a blurry image. Um, right. Really interesting to see this specific generational idea and reference that you build into each, each, each one of your work. So yeah. that's very important. That's very important. Just to feel like uh, these works are made by uh, a guy or a girl, like uh, people around my age, you know, have to, right? You can't, like younger, younger people cannot do this. And then um, people older than me, it, right, they can do this. So, so I, I kind of have this right of speech, you know, because I grow, I grow up with those things. So, 
Uh, and that's important, you know, just to make a painting to document what's going on yeah. uh, right now and, and what's going on with me, myself, you know. Yeah, so it's basically also a time capsule for your life at the moment, but also for this generation itself and, and um, what we grew up with and what we... A documentary, yeah, yeah. I'll say, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting to talk. Um, how was it for you to go to university in China and learn all those traditional techniques? Um, was it something that you think helped you in your um, ways to paint at the moment? Um, or do you want it to just go away from it, basically? So this would really be traditional oil or maybe um, itself is, is just a material. Um, that's a good question. Um, so first of all, those, those realistic uh, techniques and way of thinking, way of seeing, and, and a way of deal with, you know, compositions and value and uh, contrast, those are still there, you know, um, are still there all, all the way. But also in terms of the, the styles, right? So it's kind of, to me, it's pretty naturally, you know, I when classic Renaissance looking painting and then I sort of, I did a little bit of a, a you know, a, a, surrealism for a while and then a mixed medium for a while kind of like a data right mixed medium for a while ridiculousness and then I did kind of those New York school abstract for a while and I did like uh, contemporary like portrait like uh, Alice Cass for a while that was pretty close already Alice Cass right for my uh, with my painting right now and then uh, after a while, I did all kinds of experiment, and then it naturally became something like this. So it's so every every link is important, I think. Um, but re realistic scale very important still to me. You know, it's 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 a certain it's some sort of a balance ability of make things balance, and then ability of control the whole contrast and then what to bring closer what to push farther away um the tone uh, the value of a of a painting of a drawing you know those are super important those are the core you know they're the engine yeah. you know although you cannot see it you know <laughs> it's like something that you can feel when you stand in front of your paintings the, the whole composition that's um, really well prepared and there's an idea behind it and, and not just like this blurry image you have in the, in the end. So, yeah, you can totally feel it. Did yeah. you prepare sketches before starting to airbrush or is it immediately on the canvas? Uh, for the draft, I do a lot of different different things. I sometimes do sketches, sometimes I just use Photoshop. Okay. Uh, sometimes I just use a screenshot. You know, sometimes I just go without any draft you know it just depends what i want to do and it depends how experimental yeah. i want it to be you know and how is it with the colors because with these two paintings i mean you can see it a little bit on the screen hopefully but they literally just bright up the room they're like really yeah. really powerful neon colors um do you choose these colors first or is it something that you add afterwards when you, when the figure is or where the motif is finished 
Yeah, those color are, I mean, I'm talking about fluorescent color, right? Fluorescent color, it just, uh, it, it's aggressive visually, right? And then it, it comes to you and I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the, fir the first the first reason I chose this color is because I think it's, it's like uh, social media. It's like people on social media, you know, trying to get people's attention all of the time. Uh, so they are abstractly, you know, uh, fluorescent in a way, you know, uh, share everything, share their personal lives just to be attra attractive, get more views and, and whatnot. So you, that's kind of fluorescent. And it's also like a screen, you know, the screen is always like radiating uh, light. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of that feeling and combined with airbrush quality, it's just perfect. It's a perfect match. Yeah, totally. How is social media for you? So do you use it in your everyday life? Um, and do you see the power of it also in a positive way or not at all? Social media are, because people online are genius. <laughs> like, they are so funny and inspiring. Um, and the algorithm always select the best ideas for you, you know, <laughs> always. Uh, but in terms of social media itself, um, it, it, it came out when I was, you know, middle school. Uh, that affects our whole generation, I think. Uh, make our generation overthink or, or, or a word that's come out of our mouths, you know, like make ourselves think we are too, so important, but in, in fact, we're not, you know, because it's like you have audience automatically and then you think you have a right, right of speech um, and you think your, your word means something, but actually not, you know, so that, that's kind of funny. So I'm trying to avoid that. I'm trying to avoid, you know, uh, giving out opinions and suggestions, you know. <laughs> so that's what I'm aware of. But meantime, I, I look at them every day, you know, all these funny, funny people, brilliant people uh, that Instagram or social media selected for me. You know, it's just, uh, it just why not, you know. But I'm, I'm not really, I'm not too serious about it, though. You know, it's just entertaining and get to know get to know what are the most brilliant, funny people in this world, what they are doing. <laughs> Without the distance, I guess. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, what's up next for you? So this show is on view until December 23rd. Um, yes. Do you have any other projects or exhibitions lined up for next year? Oh yeah. Um, I'm currently working on this, uh, this this project from a uh, from a solo in February in Miami. Um, so basically, I'm going to show twenty four same size, same composition portrait, uh, but but everyone is slightly different, right? So that's kind of my one of my most most important topic identity. Um, of it, you know, because I think I think in America or maybe in this world, like they, I think we 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 sort of overthink this identity a little bit. So I wanted to sort of uh, uh, make fun of it, you know. So 
24 sort of had a portrait with slightly different tone, different color skin, with yeah. slightly different hairstyle, slightly different feature, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, th so that's what I'm working on right now. And also, yeah. Um, yeah, working on, and also I'm working on bigger scale works like uh, seven feet, six feet, big paintings, you know, um, just to get more sort of, sort of when, when you stand in front of bigger scale paintings, you have this physical uh, impact, right? So th those are something I want to experiment and all other experiments I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds really good. And I mean, I maybe already can tease that you are coming back to us next year again. So we'll have an exhibition. With also that. Also that, yeah. So there's more to Also that. And until then, I hope that uh, all of the viewers will have the chance to maybe visit the gallery itself uh, during the seminar. Oh, yeah. Or if not, then we prepared everything also online. So we have these artist talks, we have all the biographies, press release, and even a viewing room with uh, all the paintings and sculptures exhibited. So please use yeah. the chat have a have a look online. It was really nice mm -hmm. talking to you, and I hope Same here. we will have the chance to meet next year also in person. And thank you for your time. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Goodbye. The Artist Talk series was presented to you by Pulpo Gallery. Thank you for listening.